Are you ready to discover who you came here to be? Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. Human Design is a system and a tool that is here to empower you and show you your greatest potential. Come learn with us and discover who you really are. Hi there, Crystal here. I want to share with you a few potential opportunities before we dive into this week's episode. Leah and I have made it our mission to not only bring you energy updates, interesting guests, and education on here, but we also have a few different ways to connect and work with us outside of the podcast. Now, the first opportunity is completely free, and if you have been struggling with understanding your strategy and authority, I highly recommend picking up our free guide on tips and tricks to honoring your strategy and authority, and you can get that in our show notes down below to better help you align to your unique guidance system. Next, if you have been struggling with the key terms in human design, if you don't understand how to read your body graph, Lee and I have have come up with graphics and images that provide easy ways to understand the key terms so you can begin to unravel your true self. And that's exactly what this manual is called, your user manual to your true self to help you speak the language of human design in no time. Our next offer is great if you've been loving our program energy updates because we put together a 2022 yearly forecast through the lens of human design, astrology, and tarot. Super, super helpful to have a look back on this year and also what's to come and how we can be supported by the energy of what's ahead. Now, our last offer has a few different options, so listen up. We've been telling you for a long time that we were building a subscription service on the four transformations and the wait is over. The doorway is now open to your true self and you can get for six full months every single one of our variables classes. So all of the colors for determination, every single tone for cognition, and all of the colors for environment view and motivation. All of these classes were put together with source material from Ra Uruhu as well as lived experience from people who actually have these aspects in their design. And for a very low price of $39.99 a month, um, that is well over the value of $600. If you have uh, bought our, all of our bundles, it would be well over that price. And you also get a bonus that is our support group with this subscription service. So you not only get the classes, but you also get a community of people to help you along the way through your deconditioning process that include a community page to post and two group Zoom calls a month. If you're just looking for support, you can also get that um, outside of the doorway, just just the support for only $19.99 a month. And if you want one of our classes on the variables, you're not ready to enter the doorway or our support group, you can put pick up your a la carte class on determination, cognition, or environments down below. View and motivation are an exclusive only for the doorway. Now, if you're looking for one-on-one attention and would like to dive into your human design chart, feel free to connect with me on either Instagram or book a reading on my website, which you can find down below in the show notes. Or if you would like a tarot reading from Leah, you can also connect with her on Instagram and also her website down below. We are so excited for everyone to discover their uniqueness, their differentiation, and everything I have mentioned you can find again in the show notes down below. We hope you enjoy this next episode. Hi friends, Crystal here. So this week we have an interesting bonus episode. I gathered a bunch of open throats, including myself, if you didn't already know, I am an open throat generator, 1-3 profile, and a vessel of love. And so I gathered a bunch of other open throats. Um, A couple of them are my generator friends, and then one emotional projector. So we have Michelle, who's the emotional projector, and then 
We also have Randy, who is a sacral generator, and then Kayla, who's a sacral generator, and they'll introduce themselves um, in just a moment. So this episode is about the truth of being an open throat, and we go ahead and share our stories of what it's like to be an open throat. And for me, this is a core wound that I have been... I feel like deconditioning the most. I feel like my other open and undefined centers, although I I am still working on them, I think you'll always be working on your open centers and um, watching the distortions and the amplifications that come through with them. But with my throat, because it's so rare to be an open throat and the majority of the population our defined throats. I've always felt different and felt unseen and invisible. And I'm going to get into that when I tell my story. So this is for all of the open undefined throats right now that feel unseen, unheard, invisible, um, just overlooked a lot of times. And this one's for you and for the defined throats that are listening to this. Maybe we speak some words of wisdom that you need to hear about yourself that you've been holding on to on the inside that you haven't expressed and we can express them for you through this episode. And maybe it's something that you can contemplate and think about, noodle on, sit with, whatever it is of what it's like if you were to be an open throat or to if you know any open throats and maybe this might be an invitation for you to tell the open throat that you do see them because oftentimes things that are happening through your openness are distorted and they might not be happening quite the way the person that has that open center is seeing them and it's there for wisdom to take that pain and make it part of your purpose which is something that I feel like I'm doing like right now so I'm going to start babbling on with my open throat and I'm going to go ahead and let you meet my friends and come gather in my kitchen. Aloha, beautiful souls. It's me, Randy Lee. I'm so excited to be hosting this open throat campfire chat with some of my open throat besties, Crystal, Michelle, and Kayla. Welcome, ladies. Today, we're going to be having an open and honest conversation about this rare aspect of our design that we all share, the open throat. But before we get into that conversation, let's go around and introduce ourselves. Does anyone want to go first? Michelle, I invite you to go first. (laughs) Projector vibes. Here we go. All right, I will go first. So hello, everyone. I'm Michelle. I am a 3-5 emotional projector with an open throat. And during the day, I work as a food regulatory specialist. But at night, I love to help people understand and embody their human design so that they can really live a life that they're passionate and just obsessed with. All right, Kayla. (laughs) I love how we're like passing the baton. It's perfect. So my name is Kayla and I'm a spiritual mindset coach and I love working with entrepreneurs on embodying human design and gene keys in their business and their life. So that's really what I'm passionate about. I'm also a podcaster and massive content creator. That is something that I really love doing. So that's a little bit about myself. Crystal, I'll invite you to go next. Did you say your stats? What's that? Your stats. My stats? Oh, shoot. Your design. (laughs) I was like, I thought you said my cat. So I was like, what? (laughs) I can talk about my cats. Like, let's take this conversation everywhere. So, but I do actually have two black and white cats. They're hilarious. But my stats, my human design, I am a 6'2 sacral generator with an open throat. (laughs) We're all the open throats here. It's the open, open throat power hour. We're also all power view. That's also pretty interesting. So hello. I'll, I guess I'll, I'll, I'm the last to go here, so I'll go. Hello, everybody. My name's Crystal. This is also going on all of our podcasts, so um, and also my YouTube channel. So 
Hello to the Human Design and Astro Club. And for the rest of you that don't know me, I am a 1-3 sacral generator and a vessel of love. And I do human design and I'm also an Akashic Records reader and an intuitive. And I take human design and I make it digestible like bite-sized pieces. I've made mini classes with the variables. I really enjoy using the variables to understand your unique path to purpose. And I also like to intertwine astrology with that as well. I'm excited to be hosting this because I've had actually all of you on my podcast channel, The Uplifting Podcast. So my audience should be familiar with all of you. If you haven't listened to their episodes, go and check them out. They've all been on my podcast. Like I said, my name's Randy Lee. I'm a 6'2 sacral generator. I also have Power View, Desire Motivation. And I think I'm the only defined head and Ajna in the group. So that's like a fun uniqueness in my chart, I guess I could share. And I really am a divine translator of this wisdom. I have a way of breaking down esoteric wisdom and systems like human design and the gene keys in a way that is easy to ground into your physical form, ground into your everyday life. Because I really believe that's where we unlock the magic of these systems is through actually applying it. So with that being said, let's dive into this beautiful conversation about the open throat. Because I know for each one of us, this has been a place of wounding, a place where we've experienced a lot of non-self themes. So I'd love to hear from each of you what this wounding has been like around the open throat in your life. So this has been probably the most obvious not self for me when I first started my deconditioning process, this really strong desire to attract attention was very obvious in my loud, outgoing personality, which I um, am also an Aries son. So I think that there's a little bit of that. I'm also a youngest child. So I think there's always a little bit of that as well. So there's a lot of things playing into this personality that as I started my deconditioning process, and I learned about the not self of the open throat, I began to question that aspect of myself. Is this outgoingness, this need to talk, this need to be loud and audacious? is that really me? Or is that just me trying to get this attention? And as I've been working through my deconditioning process and starting to listen more than talk and really pay attention to when I'm being invited to speak and and the words that I want to use and, and the moments that I choose to speak, I definitely prefer that kind of cool, calm, quiet, collected individual that has all the answers, but isn't going to just share them with the world. Whereas my younger self was definitely that person who would just spit it out. And I think that also ties into me being a projector. Recognition is so, there's so much wounding around recognition as a projector. So that just, it flows so well with attracting attention, right? Just like really wanting people to see me. So the the redirecting that inward and just kind of holding on to those little secrets for myself has been really, really empowering. I like to call the open throat like the undercover projector. Like even though I'm even though I'm I thought okay, so guys, I thought I was a projector. I don't know if I told you guys, I tell my audience and stuff. The whole time I'm like listening um about all of the types. I'm like, okay. This is it. I'm going to be a projector. I know it. I'm going to find out my success. I'm, I was probably the only person that was excited to be a projector. Everybody else is like devastated. I'm like, this is it. And I, 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 I put my stats in and I'm like, generator. I was like, nobody sees me. I was like, nobody recognizes me. I was like, that is like my biggest core wound. And then when I found out that I was an open throat, I'm also a Sagittarius sun. So I feel like that fire, the fire signs, especially Aries, I have an Aries moon. So like that's, if you have those in your like big three, I feel like it. There's it's almost like there's a contradiction there, but it's like pushing you to like, um, almost use it so that you can release it 
and see what's happening there, like go through the wound. Like, cause it's like, especially when you're young, you're pushing it, you're pushing it. And I feel like I, I became a hairstylist and a makeup artist because I wanted attention because I, that was the only thing that I got attention for. I grew up in South Florida where my environment was incorrect for me. And so all I ever saw were, was all these beautiful people, like everybody's getting glammed up. Everyone's talking about their appearance. And I'm like, homely curly haired girl sitting in the corner there that needs like a makeover. And so after I realized how to finally start doing my hair and I knew how to do makeup, I was like, and I got attention. I was like, all right, I need to lean into this. I got to lean into this. I originally was going to school for psychology. I'm also a desire motivation as well. And I feel like that was really to help people. And I feel like desire people are really here to show everybody the next direction. And so for me, like taking the backseat, transferring to innocence and wanting to be the beauty because I knew that like that was how I got attention, that really took me down like a path that, that was really incorrect for me. And it really all had to do with my open throat. What about you, Kayla? I see you nodding over there. Yeah, I'm, I was actually trying to look at in my life where I've seen this because I've definitely noticed wounding of the open throat like since I started my coaching business. But I feel like I could almost see that. So I played rugby for like 17 years and I got to like an Olympic level and I was like one of the top athletes on the varsity team and I was really up there. And I remember, I think where I noticed the wounding is actually when I finished my varsity career in 2015 and I left the university team and I wasn't like highly competitive anymore. And I had this like identity crisis because I wasn't being watched on the field, you know, like I wasn't playing at a national level anymore. And so I feel like that's where I definitely lost myself in terms of like, okay, how can I be seen? How can I be heard? And then I finished my teaching degree and I went to China and I taught for a year. And it was really interesting because being a teacher at the front of the class, you know, I'm like all eyes are on me. Like I'm there, I'm teaching. I have like 120 students. Like I'm like managing six, seven, eight different classes. And you know, that's happening over and over again. But the funny thing, that's when the sacral comes in because I wasn't actually satisfied. And so then what I noticed was when I moved to Toronto and I got into personal training and then I was like coaching people one-on-one, -on -one, I'm like, okay, I'm moving in the right direction. And then in 2019, when I started my coaching business and you're on social media and then it's like, oh, I love creating content. So I'm creating content and then I'm podcasting. And then it's like, oh, well, I'm just going to do more podcasts. I'm posting like twice a week on, on my podcast channel. And then I'm creating all these posts and it's like, oh, you know, things and stories like are people engaging? How many likes do I have? Like that's where I would see the shadow side come up because it was like, you don't actually know who's watching or you see how many people are looking at your stories, but then no one's engaging how you want them to. And I mean, I should be saying I, but I'm seeing everyone nodding their head right now because, you know, it's relatable. But that's where I really noticed, like I can see the patterns and like being an athlete, being a teacher, moving into the entrepreneurial space. But then it really showed up in my business where it's like, am I even making a difference? Like, I'm excited about this. Why the fuck isn't anyone else excited about this? Like, that's how I noticed the wounding over the last couple of years. So that's kind of my story. So I'm curious, Randy, how it shows up for you and like your, your past experience. I love hearing everyone's past experience. Like, I think this is so cool. I used to actually believe that my open throat was like the source of all my wounding until I actually uncovered that it was just how my wounding was being manifested. Mm -hmm. Like, take that in, like, because our throat is that center of manifestation. And that's just how that wounding was, was coming through. And I could see how so much of it was actually connected to my undefined emotional solar plexus and my undefined G center, wanting to be loved, wanting a sense of direction and how then I would do these things to get attention, but it was really rooted in wanting to be loved wanting mm -hmm. to get a, that attention because I thought that then I would be seen as lovable. So I have like a pretty wide split in my chart and my throat and my G center are right in the center of that split. So I feel like my throat and my G center are intimately connected because I've been searching. Literally, it all comes back to me searching for direction, searching for where I belong. And it was like the throat was on the surface, but it was like getting beneath actually where that wounding was actually rooted. I saw that my throat has actually always been a source of my gifts. 
mm-hmm. it was also where my wounding was being manifested from other areas of my chart. So I think that's a good place to maybe transition into, you know, this open throat can be a very profound gift when we start to do the deconditioning work. So how have you seen in your own experience this show up as a gift? Ooh, this is a great question. So I would have to say that I didn't really start seeing the gift until I started talking more about human design with people. Once I started doing chart readings and I started having these more open-ended conversations, I have a lot of collective circuitry in my design. So it's My brain is very, it it likes to see the pieces and then I put it together. So I feel like I'm always kind of living my life in reverse because I'm a three. So I live these experiences and then I also have gate 13. So I'm like always looking in the rear view of like, oh my gosh, so this is how all this stuff goes together. So when I was learning about the deconditioning of my throat, I was beginning to really see how in every session I was able to use examples that were felt random to me, but always resonated with the person. They were like, oh, I had an Etsy store or oh, I had a dog that wore this little uh, bandana. Like, that's so weird. You said that it would always be a that's so weird. You said that. And just always, you know, it never really clicked until I started looking at this. And I'm like, that's really the gift of my open throat is that. I am able to just talk. I literally never think before I speak. It is just coming out. I feel like a vessel for divine, whatever divine wants me to say at this time. And my past experiences are just the filter that source speaks through. So I would definitely say that the more that I begin to kind of just let whatever comes out and own it, the more and more synchronicities I'm seeing and and more of a gift that I'm actually realizing that it is really powerful. The open throat is the, the truth teller. Like we speak universal truth for everybody. And it's the rarest of, of, of like all of the centers, like it has, like, it's only like what 33% or 36% or something that is undefined. And I used to make a joke that People are like, well, how how much the percentage for open throat? I'm like, it's just me. I'm the only open throat out there. <laughs> just like making a joke because it's like when you go through your life and you see, because we're, we're surrounded mostly by defined throats, you know? So it's like when we go through our life, I'm like, why does that person say the exact same thing as me, but everyone's looking at them or talking to them. I just said the same thing over here and I just got drowned out. And that's how I feel oftentimes on social media is that because everything, everything uh, raw talks about all, all the roads lead to Rome, right? Like everything is trying to work its way up to the throat. And because we, because ours is completely open, there is almost like this resting period and like work that needs to be done underneath the surface, under the unconscious, that's really kind of like streamlining up to the throat. And sometimes things that like I'll post like a month later, all of a sudden blows up. I was like, where were you guys a month ago? Were you out there? Hey, what's going on? So I've realized that allowing myself that like that pause that, okay, I'm putting this out here, but it's, it might take some time for people to to completely digest it because again, we're also speaking like a lot of universal truth that people, we speak the truth that nobody wants to speak. We speak the words of other people's truth that they they're too closed mouth to actually say. Right. And so I've learned that this, this is my gift that I, I am the universal truth teller. We're pure channels. Like we are literally channeling the expression of every person that's on this planet. And we're channeling it out to whoever wants to listen to us. And usually once we start talking, all of us and like, like it's flowing. So when we can all tell, right, when all of a sudden, just like everything's just like spilling out, there's no thought to it. It's just 
everything's coming out natural and then all eyes are on us. I also was a teacher for a year. I, I was a cosmetology instructor and I had the highest retention out of all the teachers and everybody wanted to be in my class. And I was like, but why? Because we, we have this natural gift, open throats. They can be the best public speakers. I don't believe Barack Obama is an open throat, but he's undefined. But it's a similar thing because, you know, whether you have gates there, the gates are just a little bit of a buffer. You have something to speak through. We're trying oftentimes to speak through everything. What do you say about that, Randy? See you nodding over there. I think what it's come down to for me is I trust that when I'm recognized by others, that's when like my words actually land and have the impact. And so I no longer measure my success by external metrics like likes on Instagram, follows, even downloads on my podcast, anything like that, because I could see when I would do that in the past, that really was just reinforcing that wounding around Mm -hmm. my open throat of no one ever sees me. Why do other people seem to put out less impactful content and get way more engagement? And it just made me really bitter, you know, which talking about the projector in disguise, you know, totally. It was like, that's what was, what was coming up is like, no one sees me, no one recognizes me. And I had to really let go of that and no longer attach success to those external metrics. And then I could see how the impact of my open throat would actually land with the right people. You know, looking at the people who really saw me, who really recognized me, people who were close to me, were in my space, I could see the impact that my open throat would have. And that's where then I allowed myself to expand from there of witnessing like, oh, wow, I am a channel. I do have the right words somehow at the right time without even planning on it. It just seems to arrive, but I have to learn to trust that. You know, I think that's the biggest thing is surrendering to that and learning to trust that it is a gift and it's not a weakness, even though we can see with the majority of people around us, they operate differently with having either, you know, a gate defined or having total definition in their throat, we just operate a little bit differently, but it doesn't make it bad or worse or wrong. It's just different, but it comes with its unique strengths as well. I love the emphasis on it just being different, that there's not this hierarchy of like, if you have definition, you're better, or if you're undefined, you're better. Like it's, that's just that it's, it's just different. And I, I feel like for me, What I've noticed with the open throat, and I've been doing a lot more human design readings lately and business coaching sessions, and it's, it's, you know, people want to hear my interpretation of the gates, the channels, connection charts, all the things. And I'm like, okay. And so I go in there and like Randy said, like, I feel like I really have to trust myself where I don't know everything. But then I start, I just start intuitively trusting like how I'm going to explain it will land for them. And sometimes I say things and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, does that even make sense? <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, it totally resonates. I'm like, okay, cool. We're on to something here. And that's just, that's what it's allowed me to like show up. And I feel like one of the other things too, is like being this universal truth speaker is I've really noticed I've been in situations, let's say in group contexts where something needs to be said mm-hmm. and I can feel it like percolating inside of me and I'm like I need to say this like I was literally having having a conversation with you know Eden and the team yesterday and we're talking about taking time off work and I was like I just need to say that I have this thing around not working for a week and still getting paid like I just don't know how I feel about this but I'm just gonna say it and then we had this conversation about it and literally everyone else was like I really needed you to say that and I was like okay, cool. You know, like I, I said it for me, but it was like literally everyone else is having that same train of thought for the time that they want to take time off work and not do anything because there's this whole conditioning around, you know, you need to work for money and time for money and all this shit. And I'm like, that doesn't resonate with me. And so I said it and it landed and I was like, oh, and then I just immediately, this pressure just feels relieved because I, I said what needed to be said. So it's like, I find that really interesting that's been my experience, this like intuitive, like pulling to speak the truth and just channel like what's being felt. I also feel like it's my feeling cognition that really pulls into this Mm -hmm. as well. Like really being able to like feel the room and like, 
I can feel things like I can like see sounds and hear colors. Like it's really uncomfortable when there's tension. So that's been my, that's been my experience with, with the open throat and like it's gifts of, of trusting the wisdom that wants to come through. And you started to mention some of the ways that it has shown up in your business and how it's influenced and impacted your business. I'd love to hear a little bit more from you, Kayla, and the rest of you. How do you see this influencing and impacting the open throat? How does it influence and impact your business? I guess I'll I'll continue on my little rant here. But I, I think that For me, I've actually finally tapped into my sacral where I'm like, if I want to do this, if I desire to do this, it brings me pleasure. I'm just going to fucking do it. And I don't care what other people think if they engage or not. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. this sounds so like self-absorbed, but I'll just go and I'll look at my own Instagram feed and be satisfied (laughs) and be like, I made every single one of these motherfucking graphics. Look at all these words. I did this. Like. Like just like looking at my own things and being like, mm, okay, cool. I got six likes on this, whatever. Well, you don't, you're not going to listen to the, yeah. Like you're not going to listen to the podcast. You're missing out. Like I, it's not to, it's not to sound like egoic, but I've just really been like, how can I just make it, make myself happy so that my cup is full and that if people resonate with it, they show up. If they don't, they don't. I've really been talking about literally today, just sharing. I like had some people talking about like, oh, I'm just not getting engagement. And these are people with defined throats. And then I was like literally taking screenshots of my own engagement and this like massive drop. Like it went down like 75%. And I'm like showing on Instagram, I'm like, this is my engagement. What is this shit? I love that you like, do that. And I just, I was just being so transparent. I'm like, yeah. just do what, what you want to do. So that's really how it's been. That's really how it's been coming up for me in, in business is like it, it took a lot of deconditioning because before it was like scarcity, scarcity, but I, people are dealing with it more than they want to admit. Everyone wants to have more engagement because there's not enough. The whole algorithm is running the show. I don't care what the algorithm does because I trust in divine timing. That's really been a permission thing. I think this is an open heart thing. I don't feel like I have to prove myself and the right people will resonate at the right time and that's it. So that's really been like a huge breakthrough for me in terms of like the open throat and like my business and It'll come in waves, but that's the wave that I'm riding in this moment. So that's my that's my two cents about that question. <laughs> I had a reading done. I so I I've been doing human design business wise for like almost two years, and then I've been in my experiment for five years. Um, as a third line, I did not want to come online sharing this information until I felt like I've started actually integrating it into my life. And so when I first came on, I found this human design reader and I got a reading from them because I wanted, I I thought they would be able to help direct me a little bit more with business. And so they gave me a really poor answer to that, that actually made me cry for quite a while. And so I want to share it. They said, the only way that I'm going to make it is if I actually find somebody else that's going to help me or work with me because no one's going to basically hear me through my, just my open throat. It was the most like discouraging reading I had ever gotten. It was like probably just a few, it was just a few months in that I had just started. I didn't even know what I was doing. I still am kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing because I'm a third line. And I came from the hair and uh, makeup industry and being online is very different than that. And so I found out that actually, if I just allow myself to share my wisdom, that the right people are going to be attracted to it. And I did end up finding a partner. <laughs> I didn't do it. And I like, because they told me I bumped into this person, a projector actually. And so she really saw my, my open throat and saw my wisdom. And I was recognized because we, there really needs to be recognition with that open throat. And so we now have created a subscription service where I gather everybody into my little kitchen and everybody listens to me and what I have to say. And we've, we, we now almost, I think there's, I think there's 20 of us now. And so I'm very excited about it because when I'm talking, I can see everybody just engaged in my work. And I feel like I work best in my environment, which is groups as, as um, kitchens environment. So when I'm in groups, I'm able to just share this wisdom. It's like, I'm channeling through you guys or through whoever I'm working with. And I found that to be the best thing as an open throat is having like an audience. Like when we can have an audience, it's really when, again, our truth is just able to be 
brought out of us in this way that we've never even realized was there in the first place. So I, I found creating like containers and like my subscription service to be the most authentic to my unique gifts. What about you, Michelle? Oh, before I go into my spiel, I just have to comment on the reading that you had because it really grinds my gears <laughs> when, and I, I, I'm sure that obviously they, they didn't mean anything negatively no. by it at all, but I just never would want someone to walk away from a reading with me feeling limited by their potential. But we're also all power view. That's the thing is I'll never, like, I don't, I don't buy into the fear. Like, I don't, I don't understand any of this marketing stuff, to be honest. I have the 4426. I'm just naturally doing stuff and bumping into the right things. I really don't know what I'm doing. I'm being completely honest with everybody right now, but I've really found that just allowing yourself to look at where the limitations are, But to know there's actually something underneath that limitation that wants to be brought to the surface. And I feel like as power view, we always do that. We will always bring whatever that underlying piece, whatever that underlying element or that code that that person just can't see because view is through our vision, right? It's through through our, our mind that we can actually see directly into these people. We can see all these little blocks, all these limitations as gifts. So I was like, okay, hold on. Okay. So I cried, right? I have an open solar plexus. I cried for a very long time. We won't talk about how long I cried for. And so then after that, I was just like, you know what? Maybe there is truth to that. And I'm just going to allow myself to keep sharing my gifts. And if the right person that I'm supposed to work with is going to present themselves, then I'll be ready. So it's almost like they needed to tell me that so that if the opportunity arose that I would be able to see it. But the way they presented it to me was very disempowering. I don't really believe there's actually any limitations in our design. Like, I really don't think so. I think like what we're removing is the perceived limitations of who we think we should be those layers of who we're not, you know, and like, that's really what it's about. That's what's actually limiting us is all of those layers, those identities that we've taken on because we think that's who we should be, you know? So it's like removing all of that. It's actually like you're perfectly designed, you Mm -hmm. know, to fulfill your unique purpose. There's nothing limiting in your chart. You know, I think that's really, really key. Yeah, Michelle, please, please continue to share. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. So going back to open throat in my business and how I kind of saw this come alive, definitely in marketing, big time, social media, so much. I can actually, I've gotten so in tuned now with when I'm posting something for recognition versus when I'm actually posting something that I find valuable. And it took me a little while because I am also a three to figure this out. But now it is so clear. So I would say the most important, and I, I think this would also apply for undefined throats, but really, really being sure as a business owner, am I posting this because it really is inspiring me or I feel empowered Or am I doing this just because I need to post today or because I am kind of feeling lonely and I want some attention and, you know, I haven't posted in a week. So my notifications are really low and I haven't seen anything kind of happening and people aren't DMing me anymore. And you just kind of pull something out of your ass so that you can be seen and it flops and then you feel worse and you're like, wow, great. So I have really turned around with my social media and I'm just having fun with it. Like it's such, it's so important for me to use songs that I'm like listening to. Like even Randy today, she, she hyped me up saying like, she loved my reel today. And it's a song from 2003, Breathe by Michelle Branch. That's like not trending. And it's just like, I could not stop listening to it. And I said, I want to make a reel with it. And I really just want everyone to feel like you don't have to confine to these rules that social media and marketing makes you feel like you do. And as an open throat, I can tell you from experience when you do that, it is not successful. When I force myself into always using trending sounds, 
following very strict strategies, planning out content. It did not work for me. And it felt so restrictive. It felt so uncomfortable. When I tried speaking to an ideal client from a template that someone sent me that I purchased, it sucked. And it didn't feel like me. And and it didn't get good engagement. So I think having this part in my throat has really made me fully surrender that I'm actually really good at content creation. I'm really good at marketing. When I just let myself say what needs to be said when I want to say it. And I think being an emotional authority, that's been my biggest life lesson is learning right timing because that's always what I'm trying. That's everything in my life comes back to that. So I think I'm just in this gap in this phase right now where I am really honoring that being online a lot on social media just isn't, isn't my thing. So I'm only going to post when, when it feels good. Do you all remember when there was this big thing online about how Instagram was moving their focus to reels and video content. And if you didn't do it this way, you were going to be like canceled. All of the stuff that came out of that I saw was like all the, the wounding of the open or undefined throat of like, oh my God, I have to conform to this way in order to be seen, to be recognized, to get you know, the attention that I, that I want. And I could see how so many people got sucked into that loop of like, okay, now I need to like totally switch my whole strategy, even though it may not have been in alignment with their inner authority. You know, I know for me, like, I don't like to do lives. I do things in a different way that feels good for me. And I've always had people tell me that I need to do it a different way. I've found that like when I just show up in a way that feels really good, following that sacral authority, it naturally attracts the people who see me, who recognize me. And then what I have to say can have the impact. I can be seen as a leader, which, you know, that's really what my desire motivation, like everything I'm creating is really to have an impact is to, you know, create a change. And so I think that's why a lot of times I could find myself getting so frustrated because I felt like I have so much to give and offer that's of value. And like when it wasn't feeling like it was being recognized, I just felt like, like people are missing out. (laughs) You know, people are really missing out. Like I, I feel like the, the four of us, like we're, you know, some of the best kept secrets because of our open throat. But like, we literally, we literally have so much, so much to give so much value. And I really just trust that like Michelle said, the divine timing, it all is unfolding and conspiring for us. And that's the thing is with when we put stuff out, especially with like social media and stuff, it's like, everyone's always expecting like instant gratification. Okay. Five minutes, hundred likes. Here we go. And you're like, okay, five minutes have gone by. One like, all right. 10 more minutes. Two. Okay. And it's like, when you watch that little needle, like moving at the slow speed, because we think it's supposed to move at the speed of light because social media moves at the speed of light, that, that, that then puts us back into that, you know, core wound of, okay, now nobody sees me. We're just conditioning this field that we have to show up all of the time in order to be seen and heard. I feel like we actually have the opportunity to break this, you know, like, and to be these role models of like, we don't have to do that to be seen and heard and to be recognized. This is just a breakthrough I've had recently, really in regards to my business, because I am I started a health and fitness business in 2019 after I moved from my hometown away from all my family and all my friends. So I funneled my, my social life into a business and I did that for 2020. And then I, then I pivoted to human design for all of 2021 and to now. And... I have been for like the last, what, two and a half years, fully showing myself online. Authenticity comes so easy for me. I have no problem being fully visible for people. But I really got to this point where I realized that I wasn't holding anything for myself. 
every breakthrough I had, every piece of inner work, every new thing I learned about my design, every part of my experiment I was putting in my business. I was putting online. I was putting it for other people to see, to critique, to value, whatever. And I really felt this lack of this inner stability of what am I doing for me? Like, is this all to be seen? Is this all to be recognized? So really, I'm trying, like, been pulling so far back on just starting to keep some little nuggets for myself. And it feels really good. <laughs> I think that can be really one of the most vulnerable people because we it's it's expression like if you look at a lot of open or undefined throats like Jim Carrey or um, Robin Williams I believe they're both undefined but if you look at them like we we are very expressive people we hold this like vulnerability in our throat it's not just in the solar plexus like being able to share your truth and your wisdom with other people that's vulnerability and I feel like as open throats I've seen all of you guys like just sharing like open-heartedly no matter whatever else is going on in your chart I can recognize that 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 really is coming from the open throat started reading for all these open throats I was I, I started telling them I said when you look at yourself in the mirror I want you to tell yourself I don't need anyone else to see me because I see me and every time I told an open throat that they would immediately start crying like literally every single one and it's because we that's that's what everybody wants not just the open throats not the defined throats too they they want to be recognized but they're so caught up in their own self-expression that they can't see outside of themselves so that's what we do we help other people see outside of themselves i look at like likes and engagement on social media like I try to go to all the people that I know I try to watch their stuff I try to make sure that they're being recognized because I know what it's like to not feel that way and it's like if everybody was able to put themselves in someone else's shoes and just be like hey you know what I I see that person like I actually see them and I I want to tell you that I like you like that's what I for me when I when I go to people's accounts and I scroll through their stuff I want to make sure that they feel recognized and I feel like not enough people do that for other people. So I just wanted to share that part. I feel like you were going to say something, Kayla. Yeah, no, I love everything that you just said about, you know, recognizing yourself, recognizing each other, because ultimately it's like everyone wants to be seen, but we're not seeing others, right? And I feel like that's the change that is coming from all of this. And one of the things that Michelle said that I really loved is like, you, you know, you just talked about like keeping these nuggets for yourself, like how much of yourself are you going to share? Because it's true with the open throat, like I've been so transparent about numbers, like I just shared in terms of like engagement. And I, I just hit a really big milestone in my business in April where I surpassed five figures in a month. And I did a podcast episode that I'm dropping tomorrow. But literally in that podcast, I was like, I'm sharing all the behind the scenes and transparency of this. But it doesn't mean I'm doing it every fucking time because I don't need to justify every win or celebration or thing in my business. I'm literally leaving this little nugget here so that, you know, in a couple months or three years, if somebody's like, oh, my God, you exploded overnight, I'd be like, no, no, go and listen to episode 255 and you will get the story. But I think that's the other thing, too, is that. It can be, I think that can, that can obviously be an over a shadow of the open throat is like oversharing, like oversharing from this place of desperation of wanting to be seen from like a wounded space, not necessarily like this angry, like I want to be seen. It's like, no one sees me, but if I'm really vulnerable, then I'm going to get attention. Right. And I did that as a kid where my mom told me that Kayla, you just, you just don't stop talking. Like I just keep talking and talking and talking. And it actually happened the other week we were at dinner at Sunday night dinner. And I don't know why I just wouldn't shut up. I was like, Oh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like sitting on the couch and doing all this talking. And then afterwards my boyfriend, and I came home. He's like, you were talking a lot. And I got so self-conscious I got so self-conscious and I I felt like a five-year-old little girl again I was like oh my god because my parent my parents used to play this game Kayla can you go down the driveway without talking and I couldn't do it I just was so excited and then I actually talked to my mom the next day and I was like mom I feel like I was talking too much last night and I like I literally can't shake this like I'm like so self-conscious she's like Kayla 
you're overthinking it. Like, don't worry about it. And I was like, okay. But it was really weird because I hadn't experienced that level of being too much. It was always like, I'm not enough. So there's been like really interesting experiences with the open throat, depending on the on the context. So that was a little bit of a, a rant moment, but those are just some of the insights that I've had, like sharing versus not sharing versus oversharing. You know, it's it's really interesting to notice all the all the patterns and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, it can go from like a repressive side to like a reactive side of like, let me just word vomit all of this stuff out. It hopes that something something lands. You know, I've I've definitely witnessed that for myself and learning to like literally bite my tongue be like is it necessary for me to actually share this right now like is this actually somebody that sees me that recognizes me or am I just trying to fill this space you know that's been something too with like an open throat is like learning to be comfortable with that space of not talking not having to feel like I have to fill that space with words all the time I think silence is power a lot of times. Like I, I find a lot of times when I'm in group settings, like in person, I'll be kind of quiet. And then all of a sudden, everybody will look over at me and be like, what do you have to say, Crystal? It's like, cause they can, it's like, it's building in there, right? <clears throat> so all of a sudden there's this sensation building in your throat. And then that's when everybody can feel it around you and recognizes you. And it's like, okay, it's your turn to talk now a bit, but we, we do have to be invited. That's why I like to say I, I'm a little bit of the undercover projector. No offense, Michelle. I know I feel like no projectors will actually let me in. Um, even my own projector that I work with. <laughs> like, Only if we can up. steal your sacral energy every now and then. I'm cool. <laughs> you can plug in. It's okay. You gotta. You guys need to be able to plug in. But I feel like that's the thing is with projectors and open throat generators like we recognize each other like even though we are two different types there's this common bond and bond and almost thread between us my business partner she's a defined throat projector and she's like I see all the wounds that I've had inside of me that I've never like allowed myself to recognize because these are all wounds that are being held in the defined throats we're just amplifying it for them they don't they don't even know how deep it goes. Like when I scroll through social media and I look at all these people that are looking for attention, whether they're open throat, undefined or defined, it's all, we all carry this wound of wanting to be seen inside of us. It's just that as open throats can feel it on the deepest level. It's like a level that only the open throats know what, when, when I, when I say this, I know all of you know what I'm talking about, where you just that feeling of, I'm in the I'm in the middle of a crowded room and not one person can see me right now. We've all experienced that. And I really want anyone that's listening to this right now to know whether you're open, undefined or defined, or maybe you know an open throat. I have a lot of people that follow me that they're like kids are open throats. And I just I want to hug those little kids and and tell them that your gift lies in your truth. When you can speak your truth and be okay with being seen for exactly who you are, because it's, I feel like I almost walk around naked. Like, I feel like as an open throat, we're all just walking around like, like little, little naked people. Like that, that dream that you're like on stage where you're naked and everyone's looking at you. I feel like that wherever I go, I'm like, everybody can see, like, see through me, but I also feel Another gift that the open throat is, is that we see through everybody. You cannot lie to an open throat. Cannot. Would you guys agree with that? I say you can't lie to a one three. So like you definitely can't lie to a one three open throat because like a one three is going to get to like the bottom of that shit and they have experienced it. So like they're they're not buying any of your bullshit. No. And I'm also a Sagittarius son, which is all there's. I used to think that I had no filter because I was a Sagittarius sun. And then when I found out I was an open throat, I was like, oh, this is, there's another layer here that goes so much deeper than just being a Sagittarius because we really don't have a filter. So I've noticed since I discovered human design, if someone who has, I mostly have noticed this with people who have defined throats because they have a consistent tonality in how they express themselves. If they're not 
like let's say they're out of alignment, they're withholding communication or they are just straight up out of alignment with their throat center or with their entire aura, do you notice that it's difficult to communicate with them because you just like reflect back their not self theme and like you literally cannot find that like that wisdom or that ease of being able to speak truth because they're just like reflecting their bullshit back to them. Because I really noticed this in the last couple of years since I got into human design and I'm curious if this is like an open throat thing or I also have an undefined solar plexus. So I, I thought maybe it could be that. Are you asking me directly or was it just for everybody? Everyone. You can go first though. I, I definitely find when I am in the presence of defined throats that literally can't see outside of themselves and but they're also like it's like there's like a clenching like I feel like there's a clenching in my throat that happens and I'm like this person is not ready for this truth and so then it's almost like there's these walls up between us it's like I see the wall because I'm an open throat and I can see through this person but they can't see that they're lying to themselves and that the and that they're and that they're also not even properly communicating. Like, I feel like for myself, I over communicate and people need to tell me to stop talking. Um, and then other people, I'm like, tell me something. I need to hear what you have to say. What's coming through for me is my marriage. So my husband, he is a four six emotional generator who has a defined throat. He has pretty much everything defined that I have undefined, <laughs> except for just a couple. Uh, we both have our head and our ajnas undefined, which is fun. But he's also a Gemini son. And this, our difference in definition has come up so much because he can get what he needs to say. He can say it very easily. And he, as a Gemini, he is so like intellectual and smart and words are very meaningful to him. So I being my open head and my open throat will just say things and he'll be like roof didn't you mean garage door and I'm just like yes I'm like but you knew what I was talking about it's always a you knew what I was talking about but but the biggest thing is when we argue so two emotionals arguing is is never a pretty sight to begin with but I could definitely say as having that undefined throat I can feel how difficult it gets to communicate. Like he can very precisely say what's on his mind, say what he's feeling, get those emotions out. And I'm struggling for words. And I'm also a Capricorn moon. So expressing my emotions is difficult, but I can just see it so clearly when I'm reflecting back on our arguments, how his defined throat really allows him to just kind of like even in that emotional wave of high emotions still have clear communication. Whereas when he's maybe like triggered and having this wounding coming up because of an argument, I'm having a harder time finding my words and I'm having a harder time expressing how I feel. And I think going back to my wounding, that's probably one of my biggest insecurities is, is expressing my emotions and learning how to do that as a cap moon and as an emotional authority. And I think having this open throat just really amplifies that because finding words and finding the right way to express it is so hard. But I think that that's a huge part of our part of my journey. We're getting close to time. So I want to rein us in, get okay. us back on our final question, because like we've been talking about, the open throat is really a channel for truth and what needs to be said. So I'd love to just go around and have you share the message that wants to come through your open throat right now in this moment. I'll go first. I think the biggest thing that I've done for myself and my business is speak my truth, even if no one was listening. That was simply just for me to hear it. I did a really big launch in December and I'll never do that again. It was a four day live stream where I was live and there was like no one watching. And that was literally a generator with an open throat. Worst nightmare. We'll never do that again. But it was a very powerful live stream because I honest to God spoke my truth and I needed to hear it. That was not a quote successful launch. No one signed up but I spoke my truth. And I think that that gave me so much permission to keep showing up no matter what the external circumstances were. So for me, that's what I feel like the message coming through is like, 
there's nothing to lose if you speak your truth. And like, yes, there may be times where you want someone to hear you, but the most important person that needs to hear you is yourself. So that's that's the wisdom that I want to drop with that question. <sighs> oh, so good. I would say the biggest thing that's coming up for me that I'm going through right now, slow down to speed up. We are so conditioned to take quick action to be successful overnight to burn yourself to the ground and as someone who who has the gift of stillness in her and her purpose I am really beginning to realize that right timing allowing yourself to get super clear and doing things at your own pace is so much more powerful than just trying to rush and do everything on your ego's agenda. Take your time and and know that you have your whole life to learn and integrate this stuff. There is no rush. I feel like I want to speak to anyone that's listening right now to actually go after your desires. I feel like a big expression that we all like hold within us that we're holding back on is not only our truth, but what we actually desire out of life. And if we could all just like wake up in the morning with a smile on our face to start our day, that's what life is about. It's about surrendering to form, right? And I I think that's the biggest thing that I want to say for anyone that's listening right now is just surrender. Surrender to the present moment because whatever's happening right now is happening for you and not happening to you. So if you can learn to enjoy each and every moment of your life for that it's a gift, the present moment is actually a gift. It's when we try to go backwards or forwards that we forget what the purpose of being alive is. And it's literally for joy. My conscious son is gate 10 and it's about the love of self and the love of life. And that is what the gift that I'm here to bring to the world because I am an example of that. For the first time in my life, I do love myself and I do love my life. And that's the gift that I really do want to bring to everybody else because we all deserve a chance to be at the top. And I think that's what we give as Power View. We give people an opportunity to come to the top of the mountain because we're all we're not here for survival anymore. We're here to thrive. So surrender. That's what I have to say. Okay, so I just want to reflect back to all of you (laughs) how you have literally spoken the message of your purpose, your unconscious earth, like each one of you. So like Crystal, your unconscious earth in gate 25 is literally about accepting where you're at in the present moment, accepting that, right? That's totally what you spoke to. Michelle, you spoke to like that stillness of 52, You know, being able to really have that restraint and like know when to hold back and when to move forward and trusting in that. And Kayla, like with your purpose in 15, you know, that love of humanity, but also like really honoring your own unique rhythms, right? And like what that looks like for you and, and the cycles that that goes through. And so I think it's just so beautiful that, you know, our open throat is sharing the message, yes, of of universal truth, but it's also shining it through our unique lens, Mm -hmm. you know, through the filter of, of these gifts that we have. So I guess bringing that with mine, my purpose is in 42 and it's all about detachment and it's all about like really celebrating where you're at through detaching from our expectations. And I think that's been a really big thing for me in my life is like, I can find myself getting caught in these non-self themes when I have expectations and I'm so attached to when and how that shows up. And when I can allow myself to detach from that and trust that it's all showing up in the divine timing, then I can celebrate where I'm at in the moment and literally be a celebrant of life, be intoxicated. Even when I'm in the struggle, even when I'm in the shadow, I get to be this divine celebrant of it all. So I think this is such a fun conversation. Thank you, ladies, for being here. Any final words, thoughts before we close? 
I loved our conversation and I just want to thank everyone for like us making the time to come together and thank you Randy for like hosting and guiding the conversation and I think it was great I loved the ending all the wisdom drops mm, chef's kiss thank you ladies and uh, I guess really quick we can share our social media channels where people can find us all the things yeah so if you want to connect with me Michelle the three five projector you can my tag is your human design coach Instagram, TikTok, two main places I hang out. So you can find me, 62 Sacral Generator, Kayla, now that I remember what my type is because <laughs> I forgot it earlier. I have a podcast channel called Living in First Alignment, which at this point you're going to be listening to the episode on there. But anyways, also you can find me on Instagram at Kayla G and that's also my website, KaylaG.com. So that's that's where I'm hanging out. I've got a few places to find me. Um, this is Crystal, the one three sacral generator. And I am Journey Through HD on Instagram. I also am, am Human Design and Astro Club on Instagram. And that is also our podcast, the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. So I have two businesses with Human Design. One with my business partner, where we do human design, astrology, and tarot. And you can find all of that at the humandesignastro.com website. And then also, I'm journeying through HD that you can find everything through my link tree on Instagram. That's the easiest way, way to get to me. Amazing. And yeah, if you're listening to this on one of the other Amazing Women's channel, you can find me, Randy Lee, 62 Sacral Generator, on Instagram. My handle is I am Randy Lee. You can also go to my website, randylee.net. Listen to my podcast, The Uplifting Podcast, and send me a message on Instagram. I love connecting with people in the DMs and would love to hear how this episode resonated with you. So thank you again, ladies, for being here and sharing your unique wisdom and light. I know this episode is going to really resonate with so many people who may also have open throats, undefined throats, or even if you have a defined throat, I think this is a really powerful episode for you to understand the open and defined throats in your life. Thank you so much. Aloha. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Crystal and I are really here as defined hearts to provide value to you with our unique insights. If you have found any of this episode valuable to you, we ask that you share with a friend, tag us with a highlight on Instagram, and write us a review so we can reach more people. Human design and astrology are tools to guide us toward our transformation. You are a unique and beautiful being, and we encourage you to let that light inside of you shine bright. See you in the next episode, friends.